to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh eh if you are obedient you are calling the bible ala ba shake bredo sokolo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 i feel the anointing to teach this thing if the light goes on it's not enough it's not enough for the light to go on the bible says the light shines No, my life will not just go on. It's not enough that you cleared. You have to be excellent. Your life, no, 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 it's, it's not enough that you feel before. And he has put all things under his side, under his side. how to realign yourself to the authorship of god now already we are calling it realigning because remember i told you that life is like a vehicle you could be going a certain direction but as you are going a certain direction it just suddenly begins to come out of the road this is why one of the things one of the things that they put in the vehicle is a steering wheel That steering wheel has a purpose. The presence of that steering wheel already tells you that the vehicle may go off the road. There's a road which was designed. There was an authorship that was designed that was written beforehand that this vehicle should travel or should move in this direction. But things happen sometimes you find a road as a portal. Sometimes you find that the road has a curve. Sometimes we find that there's a dead vehicle in the road. So how do you keep that road on course? You use the steering wheel to drive it a particular direction. We looked at James chapter 3 verse 2 where in the Bible says we all stumble in many things that mean we make mistakes in many things. But if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he says this one is a perfect man. He's also able to guide his body. Wow. This is powerful. This is powerful. You know the Holy Spirit taught me something. I'll tell you this. One of the things that you learn in walking with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will teach you how to study your body. One of the things that Satan will do sometimes is that he will let me teach you a mystery. He will begin to suggest some things. He will begin to he likes to creep in. You know there's a there's a snake, there's a snake attitude in Satan and that snake attitude is to creep in very slowly. Have you ever noticed that many times that people discover snakes in their homes or in their yards they are shocked because of the stealthiness of a snake it's so clandestine it, it would do something very very clandestinely secretly dubiously you will not 
notice it. But you find that maybe let's say it's your health. You need to study yourself. This is what the Holy Spirit teaches you. Maybe you find you have a headache today because you're stressed. You take your medication, it's a panadol, and you are okay. One month later, the same reason gives you a headache. You take your medication, it's okay. The next season, the same reason gives you the same headache. What Satan is trying to do there is to introduce the headache to you as normal. It will not come at once. He is trying to slowly introduce the headache so that you accept it. You say, ah, in any moment, that's that what I that's just how I am. That's what I go through. That's what happens to me. No, this one is just uh, the headache I have. Me, the way I am, once I just eat spiced food, my stomach is upset. So you find if you do not study how your body works or how it's been responding, and then you do not guide it by the word of God, it's important to take care of yourself, but also your body needs to be guided by the word of God. It needs to be guided so that, because, you know, you can be one of the things that Satan may want to do in your body so that you can accommodate a demonic affliction. So you find today, the moment that you experience something you don't like, even when you take your medication, you need to say, in the name of Jesus, I dry your force. You will not be. Every time you sleep, you have to start struggling. Maybe because you wrote a difficult exam, you accept it. But even tomorrow, after the exam has come out, you know you, you, it's clear you failed. Now you have to be struggling to sleep every night? No, this is not how you were. Remember, that's not how you were. There was a point when this started. But because you understood what happened to you, you, you began living with that affliction. It became a part of you. And Satan wants to now anchor it in your life. Anchor it in your life. So you find it now settles. No, for you, the moment you just experience a little dust, you begin coughing badly. It happened once. But because you've not taken time to study your body. So one of the things that the Holy Spirit does, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. One of the things that the Holy Spirit does is that he teaches you how to live in your body. The Holy Spirit teaches you how to live in your body. And this is what makes us different from children. Children need to be helped. Because they don't know. But for you, you can notice. I'll give you an example. This is so important. When I was... Um, when I was asthmatic, there's a way I used to feel. There's like a particular feeling, and I know that when this one hits, <laughs> I need to quickly wear something warm. 
and also maybe just because uh, at some point I began to use uh, the inhaler before it gets worse right so when God healed me when I was in grade 8 and grade 9 I knew I was healed I was fine I was fine I was fine yeah. so grade 8 grade 9 was gone 10 11 12 it was gone I didn't feel it university first year second year that's about five to seven years later suddenly I felt that feeling now I knew my body this was a strange feeling I was not supposed to feel this way because I had not felt it in a long time so back in the day I would rush to go and take medication to make sure it doesn't happen but this time I had an option should I take medication very quickly and now there's nothing wrong with taking medication it's important especially if let's say suddenly your body feels strange your body feels strange you've never felt something then the doctors tell you take the medication and you quickly need to deal with that issue help your body sometimes you need to help your body quickly before you figure out what you need to do spiritually because sometimes if you don't take your medication you find that by the time you are taking your medication, you would have damaged your body. By the time you are figuring out what you need to do spiritually, you would have damaged your body. And then if you damage your body, you need to leave. It means you are dead. So it's important to quickly take medication. Now, I wasn't, it wasn't happening for the first time for me. So I said, mm, I know this feeling because five years ago, the moment it hit me, I knew exactly what I was supposed to do to stay alive. I now said, I'm going to deal with this thing. I went, I closed the door and I began to fight. I began to war in the spirit. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't cry to anyone. I knew this is my fight. And if I don't deal with it, it will haunt me for the rest of my life. I began to just fight, fight, fight in the spirit. And I slept and I woke up and it was gone. A lot of times, if God healed you from a sickness a long time ago, and then you begin feeling the symptoms, it's not a sign that the sickness is back. What you're feeling is not the sickness, it's symptoms. Because the Bible says when an evil spirit has been cast out, it goes to dry and arid places to seek rest. And if it doesn't find it, it will say, let me go back that side. So when it comes and it finds the house empty, that's where the issue is. The house is empty. The house is empty. The house, that's where the problem is. Listen, let me teach you another, another important thing. When, mm, do you want to sleep? Let me share you with you an important thing. This is very, so important. 
when someone has prayed for you, let me put it this way. One of the reasons why the evil spirit, according to the book of Matthew chapter 12 and Luke chapter 11, one of the reasons why the evil spirit comes back, I'll tell you this. It's not there, but I'll teach it to you. One of the reasons why the evil spirit comes back to see is not just because it does not have where to stay. It's because the evil spirit that was cast out of you does not believe in you so much. Doesn't fear you. <laughs> the one it fears is the one who cast it out. Remember, you're not the one who cast the, the sickness out. You're not the one who cast the evil spirit out. Someone prayed for you. So for you, Benzabaku Derela. So the evil spirit still thinks, ah, it's my boy Ray. That's my house. That's why, that's why. The evil spirit dares say I'll go back to my house because it still feels like it has a claim of ownership over you. Remember, you never cast it out. Someone cast it out for you. So that's one of the reasons it has no respect or fear of you. So when it comes back and it even finds that you are weak because your house is as empty as it left it. Then it says, I have found accommodation. But I need, I need to reinforce my accommodation here, my, my tenantship. And it will call other evil spirits. So that you have illegal squatters that are hard to remove. So the point I make is, many times when the evil spirit comes back, it should not find you the way it left you. Remember the time it was leaving you, it wanted to come back, but there was a guy, the guy who cast it out, so it left. But then it, when it comes back, it should find there is the word because it will try to push you. Remember that when Jesus Christ was tempted of the devil, the Bible says he left him for a while. He needs to find that you are full of the word. That's what the Bible says. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. So when he comes, Satan must be shocked because he must find scriptures he never found there. He must find my get behind me, Satan. He must find my catch fire. He must find my, 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 my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. He must find my Jesus took my sicknesses on the cross. I refuse to be sick. He must find my, my, my what I am feeling is a light affliction. It's a light affliction. <laughs> he must find my I don't care. You don't belong here. This pain is not going to stay here. I'm going to... Let me tell you one weapon of warfare. <laughs> one, one very strange weapon of warfare is the ability to ignore the devil. Sometimes you need to ignore him. There are times that Satan... Let me give you an example. There are times when I'm trying to minister, someone is manifesting very loudly. 
you find that person wants me to stop what I'm doing so that I go minister to them. Now, if I spend one hour casting out an evil spirit from one person who manifested during service, it means I've not benefited the rest of the 500 people. I've paid attention to that one person. So sometimes evil spirits cause a sin. And if you're an inexperienced minister, you'll find that you have not been of benefit to more people, but you have been of benefit to one person. When people came from many places to come and listen to the word of God and be blessed. So one of the things you do is you ignore or you tell the, 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 the young men to carry the person outside. Or let me give you a, a, a reference. When David was taunted and aggravated by Eliab, his oldest brother, and he said to him, I know you. I know you. You are so proud. And you left your father's few sheep. You're an arrogant man. Instead of David picking a fight with his brother, what he did is, just leave me alone. Is there not a cause? And he walked away. <laughs> now, when you study David, David had so much energy and anointing to kill Ilya, but to beat him. But he just decided, ah, let me just ignore. It's not every fight you pick in the street, you start fighting. Everyone who bothers you, you are wasting your precious anger. It's not every fight you need to pick. One of the most powerful weapons of warfare is to ignore the devil. Not every time, but there are those moments you just need to. So you find that David, if he was not careful, he was going to major in a small battle. Anyways, I was not supposed to teach you another weapon of warfare, but since you are showing appetite, I can push in a little more. There are times you just ignore. There are those times when every time I would wake up, I have to bind because I had a bad dream. Then there were just times when I just woke up because God was teaching me, the Spirit of God was teaching me. I'll just wake up and say, forget, I'm not going here. I'm not going to spend my time praying. <laughs> and I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> hey, some of you are thinking, hey, it's an opportunity to pull down. <laughs> it depends on the revelation you're working. You can't pull down every day for the rest of your life. There's something about dogs like that. Like a dog comes, bites your trousers, runs away, you chase. You count out. Like a baby comes. Sometimes you just need to ignore. Not every time, fire, fire. You won't manage. So, when that force comes back, please just switch this off. When that force comes back, it must find you a fool so that it finds it very strange. Say, ah, this is not like a boy. So you find that when that thing comes back now, 
That's the second dimension of warfare. The first dimension of warfare, they prayed for you. The second dimension of warfare, you have to now guard what was given to you, the freedom. It's your responsibility. You have to guard it. So I was just telling you this to tell you that one of the things, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is that he teaches you how to live in your body. There's a way you must be healthy. Sometimes Satan is bringing a small sickness here so that you are getting comfortable being unwell. So that when the big one comes, you easily just let it in. So you need to take up your shield of faith. Take up your shield of faith. So that Satan, huh, he finds it difficult to afflict you. He finds it difficult because there's not, the Bible says, Jesus said of himself, the evil one has nothing in me. Sometimes Satan, Satan is looking for how much you tolerate evil in your life. Because once that is there, then that gives him room to come for you. Hallelujah. That's very important. This information is key. It's key. So I was showing you James 3 verse 2 and how to bring back yourself on course. He says, we stumble in many things, we make mistakes in many things, but the one who does not make a mistake in what he says, he says, this one is a perfect man and is also able to bridle his whole body or to control his whole body. Then he starts saying, indeed, we put bits in, horse, in horses' mouths that they may obey us. In other words, those ropes we put, we connect to the horse's mouth and we pull them to turn the horse where we want the horse to go. And we turn their whole body. Are you seeing that? He's trying to teach us something. He says, we, 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 we turn their whole body. With those bits, with those ropes in the mouth, we pull the horse to the left and the horse will turn. He begins by saying, we all stumble in many things, but if anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. He is also able to bridle, to move, to chart, to give direction to his own body. Then he says, okay, let me explain further. He says, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. We turn their whole body. <laughs> God is teaching us how to give direction to our bodies. Direction to our lives. Direction to our direction. Then he says, look also at ships. Look also. So your body, horses, ships. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot desires. You, you know, you need to believe this so much. When you're listening to this, give it attention. This is what will keep you alive and healthy for many years. Cut to take it. Hallelujah. 
this is your world this is what will keep you healthy even if it feels bad you say the medication is just to help you put your body in the correct state but you are dealing with the main source in the spirit the Bible tells me that by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are not or the things which are not made the things which are so that the things that we see were made of the things that we see. The things that we do not see are the words. Words created this world. Words created the rivers. Words created the oceans. Father, I thank you because I am one of those people who know that words created water. I'm one of those. You know, you are, you are ascending in the spirit. You are setting yourself to release a bomb because you are picking the word. That when you strike, something will shift in the spirit. Thank you, Lord, that when you said, let there be light. From what we cannot see, what we see, which is light, became. You are convincing yourself. Thank you, oh Lord, that when you said, let there be trees, we don't see words. We can only hear them. But because you said it, using the things which are not, according to this scripture, the things which are, which is, which is trees they became. And I remember very well that even Jesus was in a realm that is not seen. Jesus was the word. But the the angel of the Lord spoke to Mary and said to her, that which will be born in you will be of the spirit. And as the angel spoke to Mary, those words formed the baby and the physical baby was formed. And the Bible tells me that word became flesh because there was a communication. So what was seen, which is the baby Jesus, was created by words which we do not see. As I begin to speak my body, I'm using what I can't see. But according to the consistency of your word, I'm going to see it. I know I may have not had the money that I need for this project. As I embark on the next three days, prayer and fasting, I decree and declare that the money that I do not see, I'm going to create it by your word. Because you said in your word, that the man's belly, according to Ephesians, according to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20, a man's words shall be filled by the fruit of his mouth. And as I speak this word, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. Uh, are you seeing that you are preparing? <laughs> Woo! You are preparing an arsenal. When you now say, in the name of Jesus, I command these ulcers to come out, begin to melt. I do the talking, you do the listening. I eat all sorts of spicy foods. I eat beans. I decree and declare that the lining of my stomach is proper. It's healthy. I refuse to, you see, you're doing that. And because now you have exposed yourself to an intensity of the faith, your body begins to align. It begins to realign to God's authorship. It begins to realign to God's authorship. It begins to realign. Sometimes it may take two days. Do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Sometimes it will take a week. Sometimes it will take a month. But the Bible says, let us hold fast to the faith that we have professed. Let us hold fast. That word to hold fast, it means 
to, to, to it, it comes from the word homogeneous. It means we have to uniformly do the same thing over and over again. Because remember, remember that Joshua was told you should meditate. And the word meditation comes from a word which means to mutter, to muter, to say it under breath. The word of God day and night. As you do it day and night, hey, hey, hey. The Bible says you shall make your way prosperous. So one of the ways to realign, one of the ways to realign yourself to God's authorship is by heavy confessions, heavy consistent confessions that are born out of a revelation of the authorship of God. Hallelujah. In this moment, I just want us to take time to speak in other tongues. Also, for those who are not able to speak in other tongues, you're just going to begin confessing the word of God about the authorship of God that you know about yourself.